David, I'm here with the Unrestricted Free Agent Episode 3. I have the pleasure of being the captain of this episode. Uh, Clint Peake will be on a later episode, and he'll be interviewing somebody. Today, I'm going to be talking with a, a good friend of mine. Her name is Marielle Siniceros. She's the owner of Skinology Skin and Body Studio and also runs Foodie Bee Media. She's a, she's a businesswoman who's been in business for over a decade. She has a podcast on our network, which has quickly become one of the top programs on the network. So congrats on that. Thank you. And she's also certified in Gua Sha, which is a certification that very few have in the area. Can you give us more insight about that? What is that? Yeah, Gua Sha is the ancient Chinese method of lymphatic drainage using jade stones. And I trained with the master, Cecily Braden. She travels all over the world teaching people how to do this, um, this craft for skincare. And it's truly amazing. I yeah. think you've had it. I've yeah. Done it on you. Yeah, you did. And it was uh, super cleansing, refreshing, just a, just a new feeling to me I'd never experienced. My sinuses were so open. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I tried to use those airstrips back when I was playing sports, playing football and stuff, and I didn't feel the same feeling that I did with after getting that. And it was, it was just insane, the pressure that was here. I think yeah. you even told me, you're like, wow, there's a lot of pressure here on the jawline jaw. yeah so yeah. it releases stress and tension and improves lymphatic drainage so it, it's pretty magical it does a lot and there's only i think about a handful of people in tucson that have trained with cecily yeah you know so to piggyback on this on the podcast the skinology sessions uh, you've been doing that and you're about 20 episodes in now i believe yes and you guys you ladies are killing it thank it, you it's great it's an all-woman podcast you did have some males on as guests recently i had the pleasure of being one of them and I just want to let the listeners know if you haven't heard Skinology Sessions yet, go and check it out. Do yourself a favor. There's great information in there about skincare and all kinds of other stuff. And uh, you'd, you'd be, be giving yourself an L if you don't go listen yeah, to it. Yeah, I so. think it's gotten progressively better as yeah. we've gotten more comfortable podcasting. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah, it's a new challenge that, that came your way and you something you wanted to do. And, and that's another reason you're here today on The Unrestricted Free Agent is uh, I, I watch people and and you're one of the people I watch and when I say I'm watching you it's not to be a creep I'm not like sitting in your window and going <laughs> oh my gosh no it's because I see you do things that are impressive to me and they interest me uh, as far as personal growth and discipline and stuff I had wrote you a text message and I told you I was like I need to know about time management discipline and habits and stuff because I want to know how you're doing it not to take anything from you and like like exploit you but to to give insight to people that are listening and, and watching the program sure i think i'm always happy to share yeah any information that anybody asks of me because we should be helping yeah. each other yeah absolutely so the first thing i want to talk to you about is discipline mm -hmm. and when we talk about discipline here on the unrestricted free agent program we're talking and recognizing how much it takes to do what we're doing and when we talk about what we're doing being free agents free agents are people that are in control of their life they are they take ownership for everything that they're doing including 
business or whether it's their career or their family at home, right? There's the free agent philosophy bleeds into all of those. Uh, with you, you are involved in being a free agent in so many different ways. Um, please enlighten us on your discipline and what you do. What's a day in Marielle's life like? I think it's simple with discipline. I think I do things that I say I'm going to do. Yeah. Period. If I put something in my calendar, I commit to it. I'm going to show up. Nothing's going to stop me. Mm -hmm. We scheduled a photo shoot a couple weeks ago for one of my new massage therapists, Sheila. And 7 a.m. she messages me and she says, are we still doing that photo shoot? Because if we're not, it's okay. Like, I just won't wear makeup and it's all right if we don't do it. And I said to her, Sheila, this photo shoot is scheduled. Mm -hmm. Get your ass there at 9 a.m. <laughs> like, why yeah. wouldn't we do it? So I think with discipline, it's it's simple. You just, like, do the things that you say you're going to do. Yeah. When someone agrees to do something and they don't do it, and it's in relation to something you're involved with, how does that make you feel? Um, I It's a red flag. Yeah. That's the way to word it. Um. And usually I'm willing to give people an opportunity. Like if it happens once, okay, let's just, you know, it's all right. Overlook it. If it happens again, then, you know, my red flags go up. And if it happens like a third time, we're done. Yeah. I will not do business with you. And I'm going to be very hesitant to move forward in any business capacity with somebody that doesn't do what they say they're going to do. Yeah. In episode one, uh, I had brought up this conversation with Clint in regards to punctuality. Mm. And I was telling him that I use that as a measurement in a lot of things in my life. For me, if somebody doesn't show up to something they'd agreed to do um, and you've taken time out of your day, it, it is a red flag. And it is a way for you to end up not being contacted by me ever again. It's a solid way to do that. It's so, a disrespect, I think, too. Yes. Because yeah. all of our time is valuable. Yeah. Your time is not more valuable than mine. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I can definitely agree with that. Yeah. Uh, my wife always, like, will get in conversations, and I'm like, you know, it's pretty simple with me because she'll ask why I stop talking to people and stuff, and I'm like, it's pretty simple. Don't mess with my time, my money, or my family. That's good. Yeah. Don't mess with those. Right. At all. If you don't mess with those, it's probably going to be pretty chill. We're yeah, good. So, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, hearing your outlook on that, I'm like, I'm right there with you on that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. To accomplish what you do in a day, because I'm going to talk about what I've seen you do in okay. a day. I have seen you go to Skinology, Skin and Body Studio, take care of business, do whatever you're doing in there as far as clients mm -hmm. and managing what's going on. Going and doing a podcast, recording a podcast with guests that, and the podcasts are dynamic and there's so much mental uh, capacity that goes into it, to going back to the Skinology Studio, or sorry, Skinology Skin and Body Studio. And then later after that, I'm, I'm assuming in like the afternoon time, you're at some of your clients for Foodie B Media, mm -hmm. helping them with advertising and marketing, and you're doing this all in a day. And I pick up my son too. And then you pick up your son. Yeah. So how do you do that? What habits do you have that help you succeed through a day that most people would say would be pretty chaotic? 
it's pretty chaotic lately, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. And I just sat down with my husband yesterday. We had breakfast and he's like, you're doing too much. You need to like figure out a better medium here. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> a day in the life today is one of those hectic days. I had um, clients this morning. Then I have the podcast. Then I have my restaurants. Then I have a workout with Veronica. And oh, then I'll yes. pick up my little one. So I just kind of, I guess, book in advance and make sure there's like time carved out for everything. Yeah. As you know, the content creation is a big thing. Mm-hmm. So I carve out at least an hour a day for that. Yeah. Um, a lot of the things are batched. Mm-hmm. So I'm not necessarily going to the restaurants every day, but my phone, there's a million pasta pictures and hot dog (laughs) pictures and um i just kind of batch the content yeah so i guess that's one of the tricks for sure optimizing time is a craft Mm -hmm. in itself so how do you i know you talked about you you give time to each thing what are your windows of variation in these like is there room for error do you do you accommodate the possibility of uh, a problem like a flat tire or or something like that do you have windows of time that you've allotted to that or is that yeah, just i think so um right now my work week at skinology is wednesday through saturday okay sundays for family mm-hmm. mondays for rest and then tuesdays for content creation so I kind of divvy it up that way and I mm. try and kind of stick to that. Yeah. And that's been pretty, pretty successful for you. I think so. Yeah. I think it's, it's been successful, but as it flows, I think I try and add more. And that's what my husband was on me about yesterday. He's <laughs> like, you're doing too much. You're, why are you even worried about this right now? And yeah, I, I had to like step back and take a look, but the calendar is everything too. Yeah. Everything's yeah. on my calendar. Yeah, which cal- kind of calendar do you use? Do you use your iCloud? Do you use the Google? I use my Vigero system. Okay. Um, that's what people use to book facials and mm. appointments at Skinology through. Yeah. And for me, that calendar I like because my clients are number one. Yeah. With everything that I do, my facials, my work at Skinology is above it all. Um, so that's the calendar that I use. Clients come first and then everything else gets kind of put into that as well yeah what other habits do you have like positive habits do you have that help you get through um and i'm not i'm probably wording it wrong i'm not going to say get through the day but help you achieve success through your day i do a lot of reading we talked about Mm -hmm. on the previous podcast that we were big readers Um, i wake up early and give myself at least 30 minutes of reading time yeah and I read somewhere that 10 minutes of reading time is equal to like 10 minutes of meditation time. Mm. So I try and do that every day. Okay. And the books aren't always self-help. I know self-development and self-help is a big thing right now. Mm-hmm. But my friend came and looked at my bookshelf one day and he's um, he's got like a doctorate degree in healthcare administration or something. And he's like, you know, I read all of these books for my master's program. He's like, you need to read for leisure. Yeah. You need to read something not as intense that's going to have your brain working so much. So now (laughs) I've taken to reading a little bit more for leisure, novels and things like that. I saw a book that you're reading uh, that my wife just finished recently, uh, Where the Crawdads Sing. Yes. Are you excited for the movie? I'm excited for the movie. And after getting through 11 chapters of it, I needed some Southern food 
So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did. Yeah, I'm like, I did need you do some, a boil or what? what did, no, what I'm do? like, I need some cheese grits. I need <laughs> some like catfish, and yeah. we went to um, Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. That was our meeting yesterday. My husband and I went to <laughs> Cracker Barrel, and I had my cheese grits after reading that book. So I'm I'm still getting through. So it's a good one. That's a crazy. So I didn't read it. I didn't okay. have to because the she wife was keeping me updated on everything. Okay. Even if I didn't watch, like you want to know what's going on? Yeah. Like, I guess you're. Don't tell me. I'm yeah, still so, halfway through. Yeah, I know the ending and everything so even if i wanted to read it i'm like well this is kind of a wash so, yeah um so that's what i'm reading for leisure at the moment yeah. I've, I've tried to do more novels and things like that but i thought it was really interesting that my bestie you know he read a lot of the books that i own for his master's program so i'm mm-hmm. like hmm, we're probably doing something right here yeah yeah that's good to i'm still working through the laws of power i think Same. i'm almost done yeah i'm about to hit the 40s yeah. That's a crazy book. I'm going to take a little rest after that one. I told you. <laughs> it messes up your mind, like the things that people are capable of doing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're if you're listening or watching, take time to, to look into that if you can. We're talking about The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Yeah, absolutely. Go look at that and check that out. What personal growth methods or mantras or quotes or anything what are you using to help you grow other than books is there anything else you're doing i know you talked that you're going and doing something fitness wise today Mm -hmm. uh with veronica yeah i just started working out with uh veronica at pursuit pursuit fitness Mm -hmm. yes and we're doing strength training two days a week um i went in there just kind of told her i wanted to be stronger And I've, you know, gained some weight during the pandemic and in the past two years. So I'm like, I'm kind of ready to get back into like the physical aspect of things to improve my wellness. Mm -hmm. And I also read this thing that said that we invest a lot of money in like savings accounts and investments accounts and things like that. But we don't really invest in our health when that's like our ultimate bank. Yeah, preach. Right. (laughs) So when I thought about my health as like, you know, in financial terms, I'm like, yeah, I need to put some some coin in there. So yeah, that's what I've been working on with Veronica. Yeah, that that's I love how you put that. Mm-hmm. I think people need to hear that more because we only get one of them. Right. We can open multiple savings accounts. We can go and get multiple investments and extend a portfolio, but we get one body. Right. And, and one mind. So investing in those and taking care of those is really really important. Yeah, so I've been I've been doing the workouts. I do a lot of vitamins too. Mm-hmm. Um, I just started taking a bunch of stuff from this company Symbiotica, and they're supposed to be like the best quality of different things. But I'm just kind of taking a step back and taking a look at my health overall. Yeah, like I don't want the quick fix. I want to like work hard, get the weight off in like a healthy manner, and just be like a stronger, better person overall. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And in uh, maybe. Maybe this is the same for you, but when I do workouts and stuff, there is, uh, for me, I I fail a lot during those and um, I'm hurting sometimes. And that, for whatever reason, it would mix with the endorphins, just puts me in a better place mentally when I walk out. The endorphins, that's a real thing. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really trippy how I can, I can go into the gym just having pretty crazy day and put in an hour and leave like it never happened Mm. just because either I've gotten the anger out like oh my gosh I'm so mad I'm gonna use this for my reps or it just clear it just gives me clarity 
I don't know. Do you feel that in any yeah, way? Yeah, absolutely. I so let me be clear. I hate every minute of it. I do not love. It's good working. to hate it. Okay, and no, it's it's totally normal. You're supposed yeah. to, you're supposed to hate it. I don't enjoy it whatsoever. I don't understand these people that love working out. <laughs> it, I'm never gonna be that person. I I'm tortured every time. I'm sorry, Veronica. But I'm gonna do it. She smoked me when I went in there too. Don't even. And she, I know she was like, "This is, this is a light workout. Like it's oh. not that hard." Oh yeah, we're gonna take it easy. But she, you know, what she focused on me with was technique. Because mm. I've been doing it so many years that I've gotten sloppy. And my hands are all over the place. Mm-hmm. So, but she's great. I really, I really enjoy working out with her. And I made the mistake of going into her group classes because I kept up. I try to keep up with everybody. Mm-hmm. who's been there for the past six months and these girls were fit they were lifting heavy and yeah. i'm there trying to keep up with them the next day i couldn't move <laughs> and <laughs> so now her and i are doing more of like a one-on-one approach where mm-hmm. i can take my time and not have to compete mm-hmm. mind you it's not a competition but you know it turns into that inadvertently yeah well i think we're naturally people type a's mm-hmm. are, are naturally uh going to do that you're mm-hmm. going to start competing with what's around you yeah. and i feel the same i do the same thing yeah but so. it's not healthy like that's not no. good <laughs> it's not but i think it's it separates people from the crowd sure because if you're in the just standard mode of things i think it, you just end up as a standard issued individual sure. which um is okay if you're totally happy about it. i'm not knocking that but no it's um and another thing about working out is it's a process it takes time to get results in a world that we're fashioned to believe that results are going to be immediate. They're going to be quick. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the truth. And it, it's another thing that I enjoy because it is a piece by piece process. It's true. I could probably get rid of these pounds that I've gained and do it like in a quick way, doing a fad diet or, Mm -hmm. you know, cutting carbs or whatever, but I'm just not interested in doing it that way. I really want to do it the Mm -hmm. healthy way. So it's taken a little bit longer. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not a health health expert, but putting in the work in the gym and and getting your cardiovascular system to initiate and work harder is very important for your heart health. Right. And doing the, the diets and, you know, the keto diet. I am not the biggest fan of that because it puts the body in an unnormal, like an abnormal state that mm-hmm. is actually dangerous to the to the kidneys and liver. And I've ketosis. done keto and it's been successful for yeah. me in the past. And but again, like I would like to eat bread. I would like to enjoy some of this food at my restaurant. So mm. that's not like a viable option for me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. No. Those. I don't know. Like if if I was taking the pictures that you were. Uh, I, yeah, I'd be eating. All, do you get to eat all those meals? I do. Um, I do. <laughs> yeah. And the manager at one of the restaurants said to me, you're going to gain five pounds with this job. And I said, no, I'm not. And sure enough, I gained five pounds. So at this point, I've gone through the entire menu. I'm able to just photograph it and, and not necessarily have to eat everything. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we were at Dominic's <laughs> for dinner last night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, lucky you. It's really nice. I need to go there again. <laughs> It's a it's place. a good gig that I have here. Yeah, it really is. I was always wondering. I'm like, does she like? Are they just like making it for somebody? She pops in there and takes pictures, Sometimes. or they're like, hey, this is for you. Sometimes, so part I, of the perks. I get paid, but I do get a food credit too. Yeah. so it's oh, nice. That's a deal. It is. It's my dream job. You live. I love it. You you live one of the best lives. <laughs> like do. honestly, hey, what'd you do today? Uh, well, I got paid to, to go eat. take photos of food and eat it. Yeah. So you can't beat that. Yeah. And these are great, amazing restaurants too. I think I'd have a hard time if somebody were trying to pay me for food that I didn't like to eat. So I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Everything that I photograph, I love. Is there a food you don't like to eat? A specific food? 
Um, the meats. We talked about this on our food episode. I don't get adventurous with meats. Chicken, steak, fish, period. Yeah. Yesterday I ordered anchovies just because I was curious. I thought it would be like a little tiny fish of some sort. It was like a fish ribbon. Freaked me out. Didn't have it. Hubby had them, and he was trying to make me have one. And no, I just I don't get adventurous with meats whatsoever. Mm, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Anchovies. That's not a big. That's not big for me. No. But even like deer and elk and venison. Okay. Can't. Don't. I can't. No. Please don't (laughs) make me. (laughs) My wife's the same. I think we swindled her. Swindled her into eating deer tacos one time. Oh gosh. They were delicious. She didn't even know. She did it? Yeah. Elk, elk especially. Elk, you won't even be able to tell. I would know because it's gamey, isn't it? Elk? No. It's like cow. Okay. It's like beef. Elk. Yeah, you, you, I think you'll survive with elk. I think you'll be like, I had no idea. <laughs> I'll consider um, it. <laughs> <laughs> consider but I get it. No, I've had some, some venison that was like, ga- the gamey taste is so gross. You can't do anything with it. You can't season it away. You can't no. cook it away. It's just there. And if it's... So I don't know if this is true, and this is just information I was given. When it comes to the gamey taste, I was told that it has to do with adrenaline and chemicals that are running through the body of the the animal at the time of the kill. So I was told if you wound a deer and they have a pretty ample amount of time to run and fight and try to survive, that the gamey taste is going to go, is going to be a lot worse than if you immediately kill them with a good shot. Hmm. Yeah, that's not convincing me to eat weird meats. Although, (laughs) I just thought about this. I did eat my placenta, though. I don't think I ever told you guys about this. I just had this conversation with somebody. (laughs) It was the wife. She knew somebody that did that or something. And I'm like, what? Oh, you got to tell me about this. Yeah, so I had a nurse. It was a a company here in Tucson. I forget the name of it. Um, She came to the hospital, picked up my placenta. Mm -hmm. She took it home, dried it out, encapsulated it. Okay. And so, oh, and then she made cookies too. So I had placenta capsules and some oatmeal placenta cookies. Wow. After the birth. It's supposed to help with like hormone regulation and just to heal as a new mom. And yeah, yeah that was definitely something that it's one of the weirder meats and things that I've ever and eaten. And you went for it. You're like, and I'm I went gonna, for it. You're it how did you find out about doing that? Did they reach out to you or did you reach out to no, them? No, I reached out to them. I think it's just a new mom thing where you're just like researching yeah. everything and reading everything. And I had to do it. All of the animals do it. Every single yeah. animal in the kingdom does it. Eating, so yeah. why don't humans do it more often? This is a thing. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I heard it now. And I never heard anything bad about it. I mm-hmm. just was like. Weird. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, is it, what does it taste like? Is it okay? Yeah. But you had cookies, so. Oatmeal placenta cookies. Yeah. Oatmeal placenta cookies. And then I requested some white chocolate chips in there. Oh, you can customize it. I customized it. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Thanks. <laughs> That if if you didn't know, you can or order your placenta. You can get eat your placenta, and you can have cookies made with it. Yeah, and, and capsules. Yeah, so check it out if you're getting ready to, to bring a little one into the world. I think that's cool information to learn. Yeah, I'll have to look up the company. It was definitely here in Tucson, and it was a registered nurse, so yeah. it wasn't like you know some creep or something doing <laughs> it. It was like a professional. Was it some somebody that was watching you? No, no, no. I'm just joking about me. So. Every day, there's stuff that happens that can cause problems or um, we think about stuff in our mind and it relates to failure in some way. So I want to know 
when I talk to the guests that are coming on here with me, um, what the relationship with failure is like. So for me, I want to know what your relationship with failure is like. I think I'm really uncomfortable with failure and really uncomfortable being uncomfortable. And this is something that my husband and I talked about yesterday because he's trying to enjoy the journey, Mm -hmm. right? Trying to enjoy the hard things as well as like the successes and the triumphs. Um, So I haven't figured out exactly how to get comfortable with something like that, but I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, you know, if, if it gets hard at one of the businesses, I'm like, let's just sell it. Let's get rid of it. I don't want to be uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, this actually went through my mind. Uh, we were homesick for a couple of weeks and it puts you like in a weird, dark place. But I actually said to him, like, we need to sell the businesses and we won't have any stress. Yeah. Um, but he's like, no, you have to just like live through the failures and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I'm working on it. Yeah. Yeah. When it comes to failure, are you harder on yourself than the outside world is? Probably, yes, because I I feel responsible for a lot of things and a lot of people. And even like, you know, the podcast project started mm-hmm. as a group project and then slowly turned into like a project of two yeah um and yeah it was hard to not to not feel responsible for kind of starting a project like that and not seeing it through yeah but what i found is that really it's kind of morphed into something better yeah so that was the lesson yeah i think i feel there's always a lesson to Mm -hmm. it it's always you know like your husband gabe was talking about i think that I've had those days, Marielle. I really, I really have. I've like, had, what the f am I doing? Sell it. Yeah. <laughs> or, or uh, you know, there was, you know, with the way inflation and stuff is in the world is right now, we've definitely had to make some adjustments at home that are, are very, very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. We've had very uncomfortable conversations, and there's been, you know, there was a point where I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna go get a full time job and I'm gonna run the business on the side. Yeah. And then, you know, my mentor was like the hell you are right <laughs> don't do that no he's like you, you'll be right back where you were you're gonna take away everything that you've done you're it's gonna true. take a step back and it's not gonna go, will go well and he's just just hang in there just hang in there and not long after that things started happening and i'm like oh my gosh i'm so glad that you know that i kept going and um you know i was i i, I read a, a thomas edison quote yesterday or on the last episode and it, I still have it here. I can't, I have it memorized. I'm so bad at memorizing like quotes verbatim. And, um, so if you're thinking about hiring me to do, to do script reading or be an actor, <laughs> pass, move on. Many of life's failures are people who did not realize how close they were to success when they gave. That's that whole three feet from gold thing mm-hmm. that we mm-hmm. talked about with Clint. Yeah. Did he, did you ever hear his acres of diamonds? Yes. Same premise. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. So yeah, I think it's just, I think sometimes it's just a higher power gun. You're, you got to go through the steps. You got to go through the process so you can learn because this information we learned today is going to become valuable down the road, whether it's you mentoring somebody else that comes to you and goes, I just want to sell everything or I just want to give mm-hmm. up. And you're going to be like, I've been there. Yeah. I'd 
don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. But you know, I still keep my PT license active. Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of like on the back burner as like a safety net because you never really know. Yeah. I, you know, when, when it comes to that and, and security, I think we'd be crazy not to keep certifications or things that mm-hmm. can ensure us because at the end of the day, we have to take care of our families. Right. Uh, and it doesn't become about us and what we want. At some point when it gets really bad, we have to make sure that our family's eating and our loved ones are taken care of. So, you know, and I, I have certifications too that I'm working to make sure that I don't lose them because yeah, you never know. You never know. I and mean, it, we went through stuff just recently. Like you said, the pandemic, yeah. the government came and told you that you had to close your shop. Yep. What is that? Yeah. That, you, it, anything can happen, you know, like some natural disaster could occur, you know. So we always, it's, and it's totally fine to have security. Yeah. And and we talked about that with the pandemic when my salon was shut down. It was mm. mandated to be shut down by the governor. So it's not like I could, I couldn't really fight it, you know. So we just, I went home and cried. And my husband was the one that was like, you need to change your attitude. Like, suck it up, buttercup. We're not going to make it through this pandemic with that attitude. Yeah. So it was like a shift. Yeah. What did you do to to counter those thoughts? Um, I, I converted my business online. I ended up starting like an online store mm-hmm. and I sold all of my skincare products online during the pandemic. Beautiful. So, yeah. So I opened a Shopify and sold skincare. Pivoted. Yeah. How pivoted. cool is that? And then what else did we do? We worked on the, um, on another website for the restaurant and Sweet. yeah, just kind of made it work. Yeah. Got the opportunity to change things and find different ways to do things. Mm-hmm. It was really cool. I know the bakery over here, Copper Creek Cookies, learned a bunch of stuff during the pandemic. And just, they put in new systems. Yeah, and they have like, DoorDash now, yeah, right? It's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. It's always good to have somebody at home that helps out, too, with the personal growth. Yes. It keeps us, puts up those guardrails, like keeps us in line. Because it's, it, it's just good to have to be married to somebody like that or to, to know somebody like that. I think that's that's a huge thing that I don't think... Uh, a lot of personal growth things cover, right? Absolutely. Like the coaching and you, before the episode, we're talking about becoming a certified, I was telling you that I looked into becoming a certified coach and they wanted $5,000 and I'm like, you know what? I don't need to pay that to, to help people out. I'm just going to go my own way because that's crazy. Yeah, Like absolutely. that's just, and we're coached by people every day Yeah, and they I don't th- have certifications. So. I think the, the spouse that you pick for your life is one of the most important decisions that you're ever going to make in your entire life. Yeah. Absolutely. I totally agree. See, we're, we're coming up on the big thing. And this was the first thing I texted you about. I was like, I am just so interested in your, uh, your time management mm-hmm. in and outs, right? I know that you highlighted it. You use the calendar and you, you, you put together, you use, a, use your business calendar to make sure your time is optimized mm-hmm. and everything like that. When it comes to your personal life, mm-hmm. are you using a lot of the same methods? Yeah, actually, my husband and I sit down on Sundays Mm -hmm. and we take a look at our week Mm -hmm. and we go day by day. And if there's certain days where I need to pick up the littles or drop him off, that gets coordinated. Then, Mm -hmm. Um, If he has a dental appointment, I need to know about it because that changes my entire day as well. Yeah. And he likes to let me know last minute about dental appointments. (laughs) 
So I just want to throw it. <laughs> got put on blast, man. I'm sorry. I can't edit this out. It's stuck in there. My so apologies. hubby tells me like, oh, by the way, tomorrow I have to go to the dentist at 7 a.m. And I'm like, that. That's such a dude thing. It That's throws off my thing. entire week. Yeah. But we try and coordinate calendars. Because, you know, we have a life that we that's very much intertwined with our child and with our businesses. So we sit down, we go through the calendar um, in advance, at least a week in advance. We put in vacations, upcoming vacations, like our next one is September, November. Mm-hmm. They're already in the calendar. Um, I carve out at least an hour or two a day for the social media. Um, and then I think the big thing is just filling your day with things that you enjoy doing yeah because then you're gonna want to do it yeah so what i'm learning from you today in this conversation on the unrestricted free agent is there is a consistent and heavy amount of communication between you and your husband yes absolutely it's very important very very important there's a lot of stuff getting done because of that Mm -hmm. it's we're a team yeah. It's teamwork. It's really not just me. It's it's all of us. Wow, that's impressive. Now, so that's that's where we're at now. Yeah. I've learned so much from our conversation with all this today. You have to get on the same page with your spouse yeah. because they're going to be the most important part of, of your entire day in your life. And yeah. you just want to keep each other happy, too. Yeah. And if there's miscommunication, that's when problems arise. What ultimately drives you to do everything that you're doing? Um, I don't know. I think, um, I, like I said, enjoy everything that I do and I like being able to manage my own time. And so I kind of feel the need to protect that. Yeah. Um, making my own calendar, never working for somebody else and never being told where my hours are going and, you know, not being told that I can't take a vacation. I remember working, you know, in corporate America, crying in the bathroom because I couldn't take a trip somewhere. And it was kind of a turning point, I think, like just thinking in my head, like I will never have somebody else tell me that I can't go on a trip and build memories and do this with friends. This is this is BS. Yeah. And here you are. You're an unrestricted free agent. Nobody's in charge of you. You're calling the shots. Right. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. Thank you. What, how important is passion in this lifestyle? It's the most important thing of all because that's what's going to motivate you. It's the motivator. Because nobody's coming. We just talked about it, right? Nobody's going to come and tell you, hey, Marielle, you need to go take these photos of this food. You need to go and see these clients. You need to go pick your kid up and hang out with your family. You need to go do that. Yeah. Nobody's going to come and do that, right? Or no one's going to tell you it's not okay to sit home in your PJs. Yeah. Because. And eat Cheetos. Yeah, and eat Cheetos <laughs> and couch it. Like, no yeah. one's going to tell you that's not okay. Yeah. You have to know within yourself that that's unacceptable and that more is expected from you because, you know, kids are watching too. Yeah. Families are watching. Yeah. My mom's watching. My son is watching. A lot of people are watching. A lot of people. I told you I was watching. Oh, not yeah. like that, but like, think about me, right? Mm-hmm. Think about the people that you um, help succeed with your business mm-hmm. and then all the other people that are out. There's people watching you you have no idea. All of us. Yeah. There's people watching us going. It's kind of accountability then yeah. too, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I would never want to disappoint you guys as a network mm-hmm. or my mom who raised me or my little one that's watching or my husband that works so hard. Yeah. Like I need to be 
working just as hard as him. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hard. That's hard. <laughs> that's a <laughs> you bar. Got, I don't know. I like to be in your guys' friend circle has got to be like strap your your Nikes on, <laughs> bud, because you're running. We don't have sw- a lot of friends. Is that bad? <laughs> it, no, no. I think it. I think. I think there's a correlation between this lifestyle and and friends. Yeah. Uh, I talked in episode one with Clint, and um, what I noticed with this lifestyle, and maybe you can give me some insight on it is my friend group has shrank significantly. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't think it's a bad thing that it shrank. And the weirdest thing is, is I have accepted that I needed to be a lot more open-minded and that I don't want my friends to think the same way that I do. Yeah. So I think that that's important. Like the friends I do have all have these like different ways of thinking. Mm -hmm. Um, Different goals, different yeah. aspirations. But it's so much smaller. Why is that? I don't, I think a lot of people maybe think you're crazy. Probably. <laughs> yeah. I had that feeling like that guy's just crazy. Yeah. He's kind of weird. Like he just, just went in and did his own thing. Like who does that? Mm-hmm. Say maybe for you guys. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Marielle and Gabe, they just, yeah, they just walked out of their jobs and uh, now they have yeah. businesses. And- or like all they do is work, you know, like that kind of attitude too. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. We have each other, though. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's. Yeah. It's very important to, to have mentors and friends and that do this. But I, I would, I would tell you right now across this table. I guarantee you, there's a ton of things that we do not agree on, but look what we can accomplish together. Yeah. Absolutely. Because of that. And I, I you know, Nereida's here doing the sound and she's in the video, and she does a great job. I can guarantee you, you and I, Nereida or Nereida and I do not agree on yeah. a lot of things, but. We work well together. Right. Unless this she's is, like mad at me right now, but I don't think she is. No, this she's is good. why we don't talk <laughs> politics though. It's yeah. There's like a fine line. Yeah. I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Politics. Religion. Religion. Conspiracy theory. <laughs> I think the conversations that happen here in the office are common sense conversations. Yeah. Because I think we I think we've on I think our conversations have like put us right in the middle of everything and we're just like Okay, this we just address things that don't make sense. Like, yeah. all right, and how, and it mostly it has to do with what's affecting us here. Sure. Like the inflation, you mm-hmm. know, and like when you have to call your all your clients or email them, say, hey guys, we have to raise the prices. That sucks. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. But um, what we learned is if we are, this, this isn't, this is just how, how it should be all the time. And unfortunately, there's a lot of businesses that don't act this way. I know for sure yours is not one of them. Um, you guys do great. You treat your people, your clients great. I know that. I see them returning. And we did the same thing. We were honest and truthful with them at the very beginning. And we helped them out and everything. And then when we called them somebody to raise our prices, okay. Yeah. I was like, really? Yeah. That easy? <laughs> yeah, okay. Sounds good. Just send the invoice. Yeah. So. I paid $11 for four apples the other day at Whole Foods. And I'm like, is this normal? No. Is this? No. So we... I won't say we because my wife's an accountant and I don't want to give incorrect numbers here. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was doing just, I do a lot of stuff in my head numbers wise. I was kind of like a little math weirdo. Um, and we're like, from this time last year, we're about, a, we're over $400 more a month in groceries. Wow. For less. Yeah. Like our, our meals are planned to the point of every single thing that we're going to have in those meals that we have to get are going to be prepped for the week. Right. But and you just make it work. Like you don't mm-hmm. dwell on it. Right. Yeah. It's like, 
and that's just something you can't it's like four hundred dollars but if you think about it every week you go grocery shopping because you need stuff and things the prices of stuff have gone up and it's like so yeah we have conversations about stuff like that i bet yeah uh especially you know clint yes you know i just learned that he's in a he's a he graduated with an accounting degree yes yes. i did not know that and i've known him for like six or seven years yes he talked about it in our our episode that we did my gosh I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I did not know that. I feel so lost. I was the like, Southern Illinois University. I knew that he went. Yeah. I knew that he went to college. You always talk about going to college. I knew that. I did not know that he was got an accounting degree. Because yeah. all he would ever tell me is like, I'm good at a couple of things. Counting money and talking. <laughs> <laughs> and driving. That's what he said. Right. Counting money, talking, and driving. So I, I was could like, see that. I was like, holy cow. But yeah, I went off a little bit on that one anyways. If you get the opportunity to to meet Clint, uh, he has a lot of information to give out and he's going to be one of the hosts on the show. And, uh, there was talks about maybe you coming in here and interviewing somebody or talking to somebody about the free agent lifestyle and unrestricted free agent. And I want to reiterate that it doesn't have to do, it doesn't have, you don't have to be a business owner. You don't have to, um, just be an entrepreneur to be a free agent. There are people that are in industry or that are in corporate entities that can live this lifestyle and they do yeah i think it's a mindset yeah it absolutely is it's a mindset um what do you have any big goals for this next year that you want to talk about um you know our our goals are simple Mm -hmm. they've they've become really simple um just getting out of debt Mm -hmm. and maybe traveling in the future Mm -hmm. um we just talked yesterday about how we don't get excited about a brand new car. That's not exciting Ditto. to me. Ditto. I like getting home and you know knowing that my I'm not going to have a car payment. That's better than any brand new car. Do you know what the average car payment is right now? Like five hundred, probably higher now. Higher six hundred and fifty-two dollars. That's insane. That's a flight for a car payment. No way. For it to sit in your driveway at yeah. night when you're not driving it. Think about that. You, you want to get crazy about it, right? Yeah. Think about how much it costs for it to sit in your driveway yeah. every month. Because you're only going to drive it so much. Right. To work, back from work, to the grocery store. Yeah. There's a lot more hours in the day. Right. So it's no, sitting. I don't get excited about a new car. Yeah, I, my same. heavy drive's like a 2001 Explorer, mm. but it's paid off. Yeah. Did it, yeah. And same thing with my 2012, you mm. know, little Ford Focus. Like, yeah. it's paid off. And that's the nice yeah. part. So with goals, I think just, you know, getting out of debt and maybe taking a nice vacation or two every year. Yeah. That's, that's it. It's, it's simple. It's yeah. it's gotten really simple. Yeah. If you're ever looking for a and b I know of one. Oh, it's yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. It just gets you away. Just yeah. a quick trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but no, I like that you're you're talking about the getting rid of debt thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you know, but that's like a huge passion of mine with talking to people. Um, our my wife and I, we've had friends reach out and other people reach out asking how to do that. And she's actually put together uh, Excel sheets of their budget so they can oh. go through and know where every single dollar is going. Nice. So they know how much they can budget and, and pay the, the the debt snowball off yeah. of, right? So Alex needs to do her own business. Yes. Alex, yeah. who I've never met. <laughs> I've been trying to get her on your show too. <laughs> uh, David's wife I know is an accountant and mm-hmm. I know she's a numbers and a money person and mm-hmm. I think there's a need for that and yeah. that would be a great service. Yeah, I know. I tell her all the time. I'm like, hey, just come. Mm-hmm. Even if it's part time, just come join the business. So maybe one day, maybe we'll keep chipping at her yeah. and she'll, I think and she she'll should. do it. I really think she should. Yeah. I, there's no doubt in my mind that she'd be making 
tons of money doing that before mm-hmm. anything that I do here would. Yeah. <laughs> so, but it's the security and the yeah, safety. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. And she, and she's in that role right now for yeah. us. She, she knows that and she's, you know, she's, she's doing that. And, um, that's just when you talk about the relationship and, you know, really communicating and being with each other, that's, you know, she understands where she's at in the mm-hmm. whole picture and it's really cool. So, well, those are great. I, I, I admire those goals. Simple. Yeah, simple. Realistic. Yeah. I think that maybe the pandemic changed things because you kind of realize that health is wealth, right? Mm, and yeah. family is important above all. And yeah, the goals have gotten a lot more simple. Yeah. And mind you, I would love a extravagant vacation. Like I still want to get to yeah. Europe. It's You'll on get my it. bucket list. It'll happen. Eventually. Yeah, I think so. Like sooner than later. There's no doubt about it. Especially if you get rid of debt. Yeah. You, it it's crazy how much money you have when you don't owe other mm-hmm. people. It's nuts. You're like, well, that's yeah. where all of it was going, right? Or even when we show it, like our like our friends and stuff that have done that, and they're like, car payment, car payment, mm-hmm. car payment, like yeah. three cars, or even you're like, <clears throat> no, I will never buy a new car again. I Ditto. did. I bought a new car once without letting my husband know. I did it once when you I was. You did on, it too. When I was not when I was married. Oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't need to buy the car. Yeah. Uh, I had a perfectly running Ford Ranger. Okay. And I'm like, I want to be cool. So I bought a brand new Chevy Silverado. Oh. And uh, my car payment at that time was outrageous, but it was 350 bucks. Yeah. I did the same thing. I traded in my little Volkswagen Beetle when I was having a baby because mm-hmm. I thought I want like the nice, safe SUV. I'm a new mom. I'm just going to drive it off the lot. I'm not going to ask anybody. And yeah, it wasn't a great idea. <laughs> so when I got home, my husband's like, yeah, anything over $500, like we need to discuss. So that's become a rule. I guess I have to check with him Any, on things. No, it's such a good rule. Yeah. It's such a good rule. You have just given solid marriage counseling advice yeah. today. Anything over 500 bucks, check with your spouse. Yeah. Um, do you listen to, do you know Dave Ramsey or some yeah. of the stuff? where uh, he always talks about if it's a big financial decision, mm-hmm. sleep on it. That's 24 it. hours at least. Any decision, you yeah, should probably be sleeping yeah. on it. Yeah. Dave is a little stuffy for me. I don't he, love Dave. Yeah. As far as at investment stuff and everything, not a big fan of what he's... Yeah. But I do really thank him and appreciate what he's doing for the individuals that are in that. Sure. In, in debt. Because he really iterates the discipline to get through it. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the other financial guy that I love is Ramit Sethi. Yeah. I think I've talked about yeah. him before. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called I Will Teach You to Be Rich. Mm-hmm. And in the first chapter, he talks about how it's not the lattes making you broke. Mm-hmm. Buy your freaking latte. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal. So his business principles are a little bit more flexible and mm-hmm. a little bit more modern. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, some of Dave's things are a little like, <laughs> it makes you feel like guilty. You're like, oh. Barrier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> my love. Well, I'm going to go get my tap water now. Yeah. What would Dave from say? From the hose. Yeah. Outside. I don't like, I don't like the restrictiveness of, of some of Dave's principles. Yeah. Well, Mary, it was a pleasure having you here on the Unrestricted Free Agent Podcast. Thank you provided you. so much wonderful insight, uh, educational uh, parts and pieces to this. And I really feel that people are going to listen and gravitate to to your episode especially business women for sure thank you can so, i give you my favorite quote oh yes i have that let's talk about your favorite quote okay. and why but let's hear it <clears throat> you've probably heard this one um speak softly and carry a big stick by teddy roosevelt speak softly and carry a big stick 
Wow. Speak softly and carry a big stick. You will go far. Teddy Roosevelt. Have you watched the series on A&E about him? No, not yet. You get a chance, watch it. Okay. I started it. I just love this quote because it's, you know, it just kind of subtly says that the nicer you are in business sometimes, the more successful you're going to be. But, you know, at the same time, don't mess with me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that's beautiful. yeah, Yeah, that's my quote. Thank you for that. Of course. Now check it out. Teddy Teddy Roosevelt did a lot for this country, and people will you know people are going to say that there was racism and stuff. Of course, just like with everything else these days. But uh, if you get a chance to see the A and E thing, he did so much. Okay. It is insane how much exploring he did and how much of his own time he took. Like it is insane. What Disclaimer: he did. I don't know anything about Teddy Roosevelt. I yeah. just love that quote. Yeah, and it's okay. It's it's okay that you use. I mean. He, check it out yeah yeah there's stuff a lot of stuff here in this state it's here because of things that he did interesting yeah a lot of the water management the electricity stuff a lot of things a lot of jobs were created it was insane so all right well thank you yeah thank you for having me on